Download now from your app store. Download episodes of previous shows. It's the KOP Aftermath. Get, get ready. What's up, y'all? This is Nicki Minaj. Yo, 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 what's cracking like this? Big Snoop Deal Double G. Yo, what's going on? This is Drizzy G. Radio. We're taking over the radio. It's going down. It's crazy. What's up, y'all? This is Beyonce, and you're listening to my station. Powered by the Core 94. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another exciting podcast here today. This is the KLP Aftermath with your host, Kale Kennedy Lucas. Welcome back to another exciting podcast live from our studios here of FX Studios of Atlanta at KLP Entertainment Studio. And ladies and gentlemen, we are officially back. Hopefully you guys have had a fantastic, and I do mean this, a fantastic weekend. I know we've had quite a few things that happened this weekend and i cannot wait to tell you guys all about it of course hence the uh, purpose of the podcast we have so much we want to talk about and give shout outs but before we get to that ladies and gentlemen tyrus congratulations man he's in the studio the new series is now available of course street fighter the klp entertainment mini series is finally here you can see the pilot episode right now on youtube daily motion and on our uh, streaming services stream max available right now first episode pilot episode hopefully you guys enjoy the new style of it of course we had so many people reach out so many people enjoyed the show thus far so i really do hope that you guys check it out we have many many more episodes to come up for within the next couple of um weeks for the series so tires man congratulations we did it of course with dream world entertainment a klp entertainment studio and also millennium studios also a klp entertainment studio for sure so congratulations man i'm i'm over the moon with your show uh that team is doing some really good things for us here at klp entertainment i'm so happy that uh, finally, T, he's finally coming back into the directing style of it. And more news announcements coming from our record label, music department, Swinky Records, of course. If you guys didn't see or, well, hear, listen to the newest album yet, uh, What Are You Waiting For? Interstellar Plus Coffee is now available on Spotify, Tidal, Apple Music, Shazam, Pandora, and so much more. As we get ready for next Tuesday, of course, my new album, Black vs. White, coming out Tuesday, March 1st. And I'm super, super excited for it, for sure. And, of course, we have so many great things coming up when it comes to us traveling to New York. Of course, KLP Entertainment and KLP Aftermath, the podcast will be in New York for the tour, for the KLP Aftermath New York tour. And we have so many things. One in particular project that we're working on besides the documentary, we're going to announce it this week. So stay tuned for that because... It's going to be exciting. I cannot wait until I share it on Instagram and social media. It's a new project coming from Swinky Records. That's all I can say. Coming soon for sure. Coming soon for sure. Now, let's get on to the topic of conversation. And of course, uh, I have to talk about this because this happened to us yesterday. If you guys know, when I like to go out, when I go out 
And I like to really go out in the city of Atlanta and go to different places and really enjoy my time. So uh, we did that this past Saturday, went out and I thought I thought it'd be interesting for Monday's episode. I tell you guys about what we did on Saturday, uh, excuse me, Sunday, uh, yesterday. And I'm very excited to talk about it because it's been very, very fantastic. If you guys didn't follow me yet on Instagram, what are you waiting for? You should have been following me on Instagram, but it's Kennedy Lucas KLP. You guys get to see all the exclusive that we're doing all over on social media. We did go to the High Museum of Arts in downtown Atlanta. It was a fantastic exhibit. We've been there many, many times before, so I can't say that this was my first time, T. I can't say that this is the first time I'm going to the High Museum. Uh, This has got to be my fifth time going to the High Museum. Uh, If you guys don't know a little bit about me, I'm, I'm artsy. You know, I'm an artist myself, so I really like the style of going to see art, to see these different artists, these different creators, and they have their exhibit the exhibits at the museums is fantastic and of course we went there and of course they opened up the brand new the Balmos portraits exhibit available at the high museum of uh, arts in atlanta uh, if you guys want to check that out i recommend you guys check that out you do have to pay a little bit extra to get access to that exhibit and i wanted to kind of talk about that because it kind of I don't know. It, it's I, I, you know, I love the Obamas, right? I, I, re, I love the Obamas. Right? He was my president. He was my favorite president of them all. Um, but for them to charge a little extra more for the Obamas portraits exhibit at the High Museum, I think that's kind of steep. Honestly, I honestly think they should have added that into the admissions because. Tickets are not that expensive, right? When you go to the High Museum, you're spending about $17 a ticket to get into the museum. And that's reasonable price, right? It's almost $20. So a reasonable, reasonable uh, price. Uh, I am glad that museums don't cost if you're going to an exclusive museum, maybe they'll have those prices. But at the High Museum of Arts, you know, you're paying a good $17 for the admissions. And then you pay a little extra just to see the Obama portrait exhibit. I honestly and I really do hope the High Museum is watching or listening to the show because I honestly think they shouldn't charge extra for the Obama portrait exhibit. I get it. Well, maybe, and I'd, I'd say this to my friends when with my friends that I went with yesterday. But I mean, they got a they got a point. They say they get it. I said I get it, but then they were like, "Yeah, I don't get it, Kennedy. They shouldn't charge for that." And I agree with them. They really should charge extra for that because I think it's just two portraits. I don't know. I I, I didn't really go to the, the exhibit because I just wasn't going to pay extra money because we were going out to eat too. I just didn't want to pay that extra money just to see two portraits. Um, I'm sure that they are available online. If you Google them, they may not be like 100% there in HD quality, but I don't know. I, I I don't understand how they, and that is business. And I, I I understand the High Museum start of it because, you know, it's, it's the Obamas, right? A very impactful family, obviously. Um, one of the best presidents we've had in centuries, honestly. So I I understand the business side of it. They they say, okay, it's the Bombas, so we're going to charge more. And people are going to pay extra for that. And then that's how we get our money up um, for the High Museum and our our investors. So it's the corporate side of things. Um it just it's it's a bit unfortunate that they they're they're you know up in the price when it comes to that kind of exhibit. But you know I guess businesses got to make their money. They got to pay their employees. The employees got to pay their bills. So I 
I understand from the business business perspective of it because I am a businessman myself and here at KLP Entertainment, obviously we do business decisions that's financially impactful for our business. So I do understand the business side of it, but do I think that they should have charged extra for that exhibit? No, uh, it's I, I think it's a little bit unfair for the average Joe Schmo that's just trying to get an average admission. Um, so I didn't see... I took a picture of the sign that says the Obama portrait exhibit tour, but I, along with my uh, friends and my two sisters, we went, uh, they went there too. We didn't pay extra for the Obama exhibit because, you know, we were going out to eat and we were just doing our own thing afterwards. So, you know, we do things, but we ball on the budget, if you know what I mean. So when you ever just go out there and you have a great time, you like to ball on the budget. And that's one thing I like to do when I'm out, out of the, in the city of Atlanta, out of town, in town doing my thing we ball on a budget so we end up not going to that but i do recommend for all of you folks who haven't been to the high museum of arts in atlanta that is a must see place to go to and again it's my it was my fifth time going to the high museum so i've been there so many times um they do change things up uh, i noticed a lot of new artwork that they changed since the last time I went. So they changed some things and obviously they just imported, they just imported the Obama portraits exhibit as well. So it's a lot of things that they have changed to the high museum. So I do like it that they're doing change. Um, it's always good for museums to change things up. So that way you're not going to see the same old, and it's not old, but the same old uh, exhibit over and over and over again. You've seen it once, then that's all you really need to do is just to see it once. So uh, it's just one of those things Things, it happens, but you know, it's out there, and you know, I really recommend you guys going out there for the High Museum of Arts and get it, get take advantage of that parking. Some places they charge you ten dollars for the parking, some places they charge you eighteen dollars for the parking. So, uh, it just depends on where you park, but you know, make sure you find a good place to park after when we got done with the High Museum of Arts. Shout out to, of course, this restaurant, this food truck actually. It's called the Cafe Bourbon Street. If you guys don't know, they there's a lot of food food truck places around Atlanta. And this was the first time that I'm eating at a food truck. Uh, there's been some all over, uh, of course, Atlanta. I know Waffle House goes to George Winnett College sometimes. And now we went to a legit place to where Cafe Bourbon Street was held. It was on the, I want to say that we were on the west side of Atlanta. If I'm not mistaken, I believe it was the west side. And of course, if you guys don't know about Cafe Bourbon Street, is a, a food truck restaurant that is homegrown for the black community. Of course, that is a black owned business. I love it when I go to places and it's black owned because if you guys don't know, with our radio stations of Swanky 93.3 and Emory 94.6, we are a black owned business. So I'm always an advocate. I'm always excited to support another black owned business being Cafe Bourbon Street. Of course, their origin comes from obviously Bourbon Street in Louisiana. Um, of course, New Orleans. So I've been to New Orleans. I've been to Bourbon Street. I know the vibe. I know the culture of it. Hopefully I get to go back one day to New Orleans because I had a squinky time when I went that one time. But Cafe Bourbon Street, they do all Cajun food. Of course, they had the shrimp po' boy. They had the nice smoky hickory, um, excuse me, barbecue wings, the Cajun shrimp basket. And that was the place, that was the meal that I got was the Cajun shrimp basket simply because they ran out of the po' boy. Of course, we we, it was a long line, right? Because they're, they're a famous restaurant food truck. So a lot of people were, were, were lined up to get the po' boy. 
and when we got there, uh, unfortunately, they ran out of the po'boy. So I had to get the Cajun shrimp basket, and it was great. It was very, it was very good. I ate it because I was starving after the High Museum. Um, a little tidbit, and this is a review because uh, I, I, I like. I gotta get. I gotta be honest here, T. I know. I love, I'm a bit of a foodie and I'm a food critic a little bit and I got to give my critiques. Cafe Bourbon Street, I hope you're listening to this. It's just my little critique and a lot of people may disagree with me and that's fine. It's just my opinion. Um, the shrimp, you got to make your shrimp a little bit harder, make it a little bit more crunchier. I'm, I'm used to eating shrimp that has a little bit of a crunch to it. Um, like for an example, not, I can't really compare cause you know, you have Cafe Bourbon Street, which is a food truck franchise. And then you have Papa Do's as a fully fancy restaurant uh when you go to papa Do's, i i taste the crunchiness of the shrimp cafe bourbon street the shrimp was cooked really well it just wasn't crunchy enough so just a little tidbit for cafe bourbon street you know it's uh the food was good the cajun fries was good the ranch was good um the hickory barbecue sauce was excellent so and the customer service was really good you know there was a a young lady there and i say young very very loosely because she probably looked like she was my age but you know she was uh getting people's orders she was very very nice about it um she performed great customer service and that's always to me that's always a, a top notch that's why i'm giving cafe bourbon street just such a great review because the food was excellent minus them being out of the shrimp po' boy but you know hey when they're out there out i get it uh, the the young lady that was there taking people's orders making sure everyone stayed calm and you know it, it took a second right because there was a long line it's a food truck so they can only do so many uh meals at a time at a food truck but the customer service was there. It was very, very nice. Uh, the pricing wasn't too bad. I think I paid about $19 for this uh, shrimp basket because shrimp is a little bit more expensive. Seafood is a little bit more expensive. And uh, Cajun fries that came along with it and a bottle of water. So um, Cafe Bourbon Street, if you guys don't know about it, please go check it out. Uh, the environment there, and I'll probably link it in the description below because I don't know the actual address to it. But there is Cafe Bourbon Street and then like six other food trucks around. So it's kind of it kind of gives you kind of like a family cookout kind of vibe to it. Um, the parking is okay. You know, parking is parking, but it kind of gives you a cookout um style to it um i do say if you guys go to cafe bourbon street in that area of other food trucks uh be sure to wear a mask because you know there's a lot of people that didn't wear a mask but we were outside and you know it's not a mandate here in georgia but i remain my mask on because i'm a very cautious person i don't want to be surrounded with someone who might be covid positive because a lot of people come out and they say that they're negative but how do you really know that they're negative unless you catch it so uh, i do say if you go to cafe bourbon street on the west atlanta where there's other food trucks around that area uh, stay protected i did practice social distancing and you just stay stay your distance there but I do recommend people going out there because it's, you know, that that homey vibe is that that uh, cookout vibe that you'll get from it. And this was my first experience at a food truck venue. So it's just it's that was quite exciting to start new things. And I do recommend that you guys uh, check that out. Of course, Cafe Bourbon Street, your shout out on today's show. You were scrumptious. And I really do hope that you travel around different areas of Atlanta because you got something there. You got something there. Of course, we're going to give another shout out here on today's special podcast episode. Not really so special. I mean, we're, you know, we're live. We're here. We're talking. But, you know, we didn't name this a special podcast. But shout out to Ox Lifts. 
you guys know I do work out and I did do a workout session today at Crunch in Snellville and I did a post and shout out Oxlift of course this past Saturday they had their first Oxlift event of course helping students get healthy at Emory University and you they're, they're out there they're doing it really well they're barely new RSO so I really do hope you guys follow them on the gram of course it's Oxlift I believe it's all one word Oxlifts and you know they have about two posts right now they're just getting started so tag them and things help them out as they grow up to the rso of course emily uh and sean you guys are doing something very very spectacular there keeping emory university students healthy while going through college life so i appreciate it uh, i appreciate what they're doing to help the young minds out there and to really do their thing it's spectacular and you guys are doing it of course now coming up next t is time it's time to do my gaming review i know a lot of people enjoy the real talks stay tuned y'all we're gonna have some real talks and real conversations this week of podcasting but in today's episode it is monday and you guys know two games that came out this past week as i hit the microphone of course horizon forbidden west came out and cyberpunk 277 had a surprise come out with a new patch up and i of course i played both i bought both and i played both but first we're gonna save the best for last with being horizon forbidden west because i'm gonna quickly talk about cyberpunk 277 real quick with the patch one of course i believe in the number t uh, hopefully i is right but the patch number 1.39 that may not be the right number but of course you guys that patch up has been patched up with cyberpunk 2077 and i think cd project red finally gets the credit it deserves of course if you guys don't know of course cd project red has been stumbling with this game being cyberpunk 2077 when it first came out there was a whole bunch of uh, uh, bugs into it whole bunch of mismatched clicks so many things wrong with the game when it came when it first came out and a lot of people was upset their stock price has dropped but within the past week of last week of course cyberpunk 2077 hit a patch up for the next gen console so if you do have the playstation 5 or the Xbox Series S or X, you're in luck. You guys get to play the new patch up with the new upgrade. And I was very, very happy about the upgrade. Of course, this game is retailing right now for $25 on the next gen consoles. You can't beat it. The offer will end, I believe it said March 3rd, is when the offer will end for that $25. I took advantage of it uh, simply because I always wanted to play this game. But after hearing so many bad reviews about the game, I could not dabble into it and i didn't i didn't pay 60 dollars when it first came out because there's so many things wrong with it so i skipped it and now they have come back with the surprise of being the patch-ups and let me tell you this game and a lot of people are going to say it and i'm going to say it too it's going to sound like a broken broken record here t but this they people were saying this and i'm saying that this should have been the game that they released day one this game so far, I haven't seen that many bugs. Now, I did see one bug, right? I was playing I was playing the, the mission called The Rescue. We were rescuing a, a female, and there was a bag of stash uh, for me to collect. It was up in the air, and I walked around. This bag was just floating in the air. So it was a bug, right? It, it happens, and you, I, I noticed it, but I wasn't like, oh, this is horrible now because of that bug. There's not many bug, big bugs that I've experienced while playing this game this weekend, and I'm super happy. I'm very, very pleased about the game. I do like the first-person style of it, 
uh, style of the game because it does remind me of like a Call of Duty when you're shooting the baddies and you're shooting people down and you're going stealth mode. It does kind of remind me of the Call of Duty era. I do love Call of Duty, so that, that it kind of reminded me of that. And of course, the driving mechanics is pretty smooth on the PlayStation 5 controller. A lot of people did say, and I agree with it, it's hard to drive your vehicle in first person in this game. I switched it to third person when I'm driving my vehicle because to me, that's just easier. Um, a lot of people love that first period, first person experience and it feels like you're driving the car by yourself inside the game. I bumped into so many things trying to do it and I said, oh no, I need to switch it to third person because I, I suck at this. And I know in the game, there's a couple of chase scenes in the game where you're driving, you're chasing people in your vehicle. So I think with that, it's best suited for me in third person. The story is fantastic. I do like it how you're able to uh, create your character. Um, one game, I, and I know this is PG uh, PG show team, but I'm, I'm going to mention this because it, it kind of it got me off guard. You can when you customize your if you are a, getting a male character, you know you can customize your your manhood. Although I'm trying to keep it PG, you can customize your manhood in the game. I was super shocked by this because I just never thought that this would happen in the game, but it did. I was like, whoa, okay, yeah, this is happening. I get to customize the, the manhood, you know, big or small. So th that was very, it was very interesting. I mean, that, that hey, I, I just was shocked and I kind of, I laughed really loud. I was in my house when I played it. I was laughed really loud because I just was not expecting that. I just was expecting something else. So I, but of course I was able to carry, uh, customize my character and it's you know that the customization of your character is really really fun you get to add your own personal styles to your character and the story is just great so i honestly think cd project red did something right um again i haven't seen any bugs i have to give this game an 8 out of 10 now because simply this game is just spectacular they fixed it and the price was right $25 for a potential new game that I've just never is new to me because I haven't played it you know and it, it's, it favors the people too because if you did buy this game for $60 when it first came out I believe they do offer a free upgrade so you're not spending so much money and you're giving a game a second chance and CD Projekt Red if you're somehow watching the show or listening to the show congratulations right you know because it took you a whole year like I say I hate that this happened to you I wish this was the game you released day one so that way you wouldn't have not lost a lot of money. But it is what it is. You guys woke up and you saw the potential of the game and you fixed it. And I'm not saying that this game is 100% fixed because every game is not 100%, right? But this is better than what we got, let's say, two years ago when the game first got released and it was garbage. So, you know, you did something. And I, I really do hope CD Projekt Red does uh, collect their money back from this project. And I really do hope that they learn from this project so when they make different, more games like this in the future they know what to expect in future games. So congratulations to CD Projekt Red. Of course, of course, Guerrilla Games, Horizon Forbidden West. Let's talk about it real quick, y'all. This game here is spectacular. This game has gotten gold, and I see why they went gold, because this game 
is spectacular. Of course, Aloy is spectacular in this game. The 60 uh, frames per second in this game is fantastic. The character development has been really, really well. So I am uh, super ecstatic that this game was excellent. Of course, a lot of people did cheat their way to get the game. Of course, a lot of people are paying $60 for the PlayStation 4 version and then upgrading it to the PlayStation 5 version. If you uh, have it, you can just get the game for $70. I be honest, I kind of just paid for the game for $70 because my PlayStation 4 in my house, I put that up somewhere in my office. So I just didn't want to go through all the trouble of doing that. And I just, you know, you know, I didn't, I wasn't thinking. And now I know I should have done that because it would have been $20 difference there. Or actually, no, uh, about $10 difference there. So, you know, it is what it is. It happens. But Horizon Forbidden West, let me tell you guys, this game is fantastic. The character development is good. I died so many times in this game because I have it on normal mode. I never like to have a game on easy because if it's too easy, it's not as fun. When I have it on normal mode and I'm challenged, Challenged a little bit in the game is so much fun. Of course, I like the mechanic style of it. I like the bow and arrow. The fr the frostbite bombs are fantastic. The newer machines that you're fighting is fantastic. I just beat the level of like the big snake um, on the first part of the game. That game that part wasn't too hard, but we got it done. Um, I do like it, and you know, while we're on Black Excellence and Black Empowerment, obviously for the show. I do like it how Guerrilla Games made us look fantastic in this game. And when I mean by us, I meant all the black characters, African-American um, characters in this game. I don't know if they're like from Africa or not in the game. I don't know. I, they're not in detail of that. But you can tell the black characters as well as the white characters. But the black characters have it to where the facial features match what we look like in real life and that's fantastic you have the african tribal uh culture within the outfits and the character style the black character style of horizon forbidden west that i love the most and how the way the lighting of it makes us look um uh more more shiny more gloom more not gloom more shiny more blossomed up more more like wow melanin is in this character you know so I, I do like that because typically i played games where they make the black characters in, in the game like black like super dark ashy and it's just not a, a great rep representation of us in our culture so for me to see the character black character development in horizon forbidden west and the sun hits us really well they have the facial features our beautiful 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 lips our beautiful nose our beautiful eyes our beautiful ears um our beautiful hair culture of course i've got the um uh Aloy's friend i forgot his name in the, in, in the game it's blanking out on me but how the way he has locks and it's kind of it's wrapped around in kind of like an African style that appeals so much to me because that is my culture, uh, my ancestry, my culture and my beliefs. So I really enjoyed that Guerrilla Games got us right in this game. I know there's another guy who talked about it and he was in awe when he saw the character development. Not to say that the the, the, the uh, white characters in Horizon Forbidden West doesn't look great. They look amazing as well. But me being, of course, obviously an, an African-American of my black culture, I like it when games represent our culture really well and they don't 
be stereo stereotypical about it they really dive in and they really create these characters um so this game is fantastic honestly i can't say too much about this game you can read about it in element magazine's issue this month this game is spectacular this game is well worth the 70 dollars if you're picking it up for playstation 5 i really do hope people can play this game on playstation 5 very soon uh, I'm just one of the lucky ones who got a PS5. I really do wish everyone had one so they can experience this. Um, but this is a game that you do not want to sleep on. This is a game you do not want to pass up on. This is the game you need to play of the year. And this game might win Game of the Year award in 2022 later on in the year i believe that this game will win game of the year because this is the game of the year no other game that's coming out this year will that i know of will beat or will outbeat horizon forbidden west this is a game you have to play so you have to play it you have to dabble on into it for sure next news announcements for the last minute of klp aftermath with your host of course the 2022 nba all-star game has been fantastic stefan curry earns mvp after demolishing record of the most three-pointers in a single game of course the golden state warriors guard stephen curry is having a uh, is having the worst three-point shooting season of his career but during sunday's nba all-star game in Cleveland. I did see this because every NBA superstar was there. You had LeBron James, you had Michael Jordan, you had uh, Magic Johnson, you had so many great uh, uh, players out there for sure. Of course, he reminded he reminded everyone of why he's uh, he's the greatest shooter of all time. Suiting up for Team LeBron, uh, of course, Stephon Curry was on LeBron James's team for the All Star Weekend. Uh, Curry was it was in vintage form, scoring 50 points and knocking down 60 to 27.3 pointers in every way imaginable, setting a new All Star record in the process. Of course, his thrilling performance in Team LeBron's, uh, of course, six uh, 163 to 160 team. Over Team Durant earned him the 2022 Kobe Bryant NBA All-Star Game Weekend. The first time in his receiving the honor of this eighth career at the All-Star Game. So all I can say about that is, you know, Team LeBron, congratulations. Uh, I didn't see the whole game, right? I just saw snippets on YouTube and, you know, media was talking about it because, you know, we were we were busy. We were doing a lot of things this weekend. But, of course, All-Star Weekend is also, it's always fun, right? Because I know Shaquille O'Neal did this comedy thing this weekend, too. It was the All-Star comedy show that he did there in Cleveland and to see that you know the love and the and the, 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 the the ambition for Stephon Curry he really brought it to the all-star game weekend so again Steph Curry congratulations in honor of the late late Kobe Bryant for winning the MVP all-star at the all-star game so of course looking at T he said my time is about up hopefully you guys enjoyed today's show please remember to stay tuned for later this week because we have so many podcasts coming out this week and also if you're listening to us on YouTube Daily Motion and Spotify video uh thank you leave a comment and subscribe to our youtube and daily motion accounts at klp entertainment if you're listening to us on audio platforms thanks again share with your friends letting you guys know that we were live on the radio here today so that's going to wrap it up here klp aftermath for monday february 21st i hopefully you guys had a great fantastic weekend and please be sure to uh, stay tuned later on this week this has been the klp aftermath with your host klp kennedy lucas i've been klp kennedy lucas stay safe stay 
It's the KOP Aftermath. Get, get ready. What's up, y'all? This is Nicki Minaj. Yo, 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 what's crack like? This is Big Snoop D-O-Double-G. Yo, what's going on? This is Drizzy J. Radio. We're taking over the radio. It's going down. It's crazy. What's up, y'all? This is Beyonce, and you're listening to my station. Powered by the Core 94. If you enjoyed today's show, please head over to iTunes, give us a rating, and leave a review. Please be advised that this podcast is meant for educational and informational purposes only and is in no way a replacement for legal or medical advice. The opinions contained within are solely those of the interviewers and interviewees and should be received as so. Those seeking help or advice are encouraged to obtain professional legal and medical services. Download episodes of previous shows 